This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and coming up on Vancouver Consumer, we'll talk heart health and how you can take a proactive approach to your heart health. We'll be talking to the folks at HeartFit Clinic here on Vancouver Consumer. But first, here's some of the consumer news headlines from the past week. Would you be willing to do without best before dates on the food packages you buy if it meant a lot less unnecessary food waste? There is a new push to do just that. Some grocers in Europe have already made the move with others ready to follow their lead. But would it be accepted in Canada? A new poll finds Canadians uh, are mostly against scrapping the dates on packages. 62% of Canadians want the best before dates to stay. Another 11% say they were unsure, with 27% saying they would support the move. Critics of the best before date often say they don't mean anything, and it means perfectly good food is being thrown away. The survey actually shows us a lot about how we Canadians deal with our food. According to this survey, one quarter of respondents say they rely on best before dates as their main indicator to figure out whether food is safe. Other respondents say in order to decide if their food is still good, they rely on the presence of mold, that's 28%, the smell of the product, that's 20%, and simply how it looks, 17% say that. Two-thirds of respondents to the poll say they have thrown out unopened food because the best before date has passed. However, more than three-quarters say they have consumed a product even after the date has passed. The frequency in which people checked dates was also greatly dependent on the food category. Nearly three-quarters of Canadians said they always check the date for dairy products, while only a third say they check for packaged items. For millennials in Vancouver, the idea of owning a home can feel out of reach, but according to a new survey, there is some optimism. Royal LePage says that 60% of Canadians who are aged 26 to 41 believe they will own a home one day, even though they don't right now. However, staying in the city that they're in to own a home doesn't seem to be part of the plan for a lot of people. Of the 60%, 52% tell the real estate company they would have to relocate in order to make that dream come true of home ownership. The optimism is slightly higher for those aged 35 and under, with 62% of survey takers saying they believe they'll become a homeowner one day, and that compares to just 56% of the people aged 35 and up who say the same. Across the country, though, a quarter of Canadians profiled nationally say they don't believe they'll ever be able to buy a home. A quarter of Canadians. Have you noticed a lot of Canada geese hanging around lower mainland parks? You might have also noticed the huge amount of goose poop that they leave behind. I try to stop my dog, but she just gobbles it up like it's pate. It's pretty gross. Canada geese produce more excrement for their size and the amount of food they eat than any other species and can defecate on average every 12 minutes when they're eating. And unfortunately, they gather in parks to molt and feed. The city of Vancouver says it's not a problem yet, and they don't have any official protocol for measuring the amount of fecal matter left behind in the parks. They do have staff cleaning hot spot areas on a scheduled rotation and are now working to deter the geese 
from congregating in areas like wading pools, where it can become a big problem for little kids. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. And coming up, it's all about keeping your heart healthy. Diamond Fernandez from the Heart Fit Clinic is next. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong and we are learning more and more about heart health and what causes heart disease and heart attacks. And with me now is someone at the leading edge of this. Diamond Fernandez is the founder of the Heart Fit Clinic. They are at the forefront of cardiac rehabilitation and heart attack and stroke prevention. You can find them online at heartfit.ca. They have a location in Burnaby, 1126 Douglas Road. And I should mention that Diamond is also the author of Beating Heart Disease, which you can find on the website, heartfit.ca. And Diamond is with us now. Hi, Diamond. How are you? Welcome. How's everyone doing? Good, 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 good. We're kind of kind of in the dog days of summer. And then it's we're starting yep. to get indications that maybe, you know, fall is coming. And I guess it's a good as as good a time as any, the fall, to to start really thinking about your your heart health and, and getting control of that. Of course it is. And uh, you know, obviously summertime's a, a nice time to get outside and be active, but it's also a time where sometimes we get thrown off of our routines as well. So yeah. And I guess, I guess summer's the time when you, you might uh, change your eating habits and all those kind of things too. So the fall, at least for me, the fall is always the time where I, I try to get back on everything back on track. And uh, like I say, so, so people, this could be a good time to, to call up the HeartFit Clinic, go to heartfit.ca and you get a free consultation. Um, and let's talk about the kind of people who can take advantage of the HeartFit Clinic. Uh, I mean, on your website, uh, there's a, a section where it says who we help. And it's basically three types, uh, people who just want to prevent uh, heart problems and strokes and uh, who are pretty much healthy now. And then there are people who have warning signs, uh, and then it goes all the gamut goes all the way to people who have diagnosed cardiovascular disease. So you you can help everybody in this scenario. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we help people who are concerned about their heart health. And our focus is to provide uh, private heart assessments and treatments that bridge a gap in our healthcare system. And I'll explain that a little bit more um, so that we can really help people prevent and reverse heart disease. Mm-hmm. And let's let's talk about some of the warning signs that, you know, you mentioned, you know, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, even acid reflux uh, is considered mm-hmm. a warning sign. I, I didn't really realize that. Yeah, I, all these are, you know, 90% of your diseases start in your digestive tract, believe it or not. It's crazy how to think of it from that way. So right from what you put in to eat or ingest and you know, it could be even as uh, crazy as uh, having a mouthwash, you know, like that, that decreases uh, production to having, you're right, indigestion. Uh, most people are, are taking uh, an acid reflux and it's a common way of prescribing, you know, it's a, it's a very common prescription that is actually quite damaging to the artery walls. And uh, because it does decrease uh, what we call nitric oxide production to the artery walls. And, in, and there's a time and place for that. But, you know, I don't think the first line is, is to just give what we call a proton pump inhibitor. Right. Yeah. Which, which suppresses the, the acid that's being made in the stomach. Right. Of course. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, it's, 
it's it's big, right? Because and then even those people that are feeling indigestion, well, that's sometimes a warning sign that it could be what we call angina equivalent, which is uh, you know something to do with your heart. And let's talk about symptoms. So since you asked me that, is that when you look at symptoms of heart disease and what goes on with um, the the symptomology of of heart disease is really how do we um, how do we know when I should come see us, right? And and I'm going to talk about, it's important to see your family doctor. We get a lot of referrals from family doctors, and it's important for them to, you know, make sure that uh, things are okay. And so uh, make sure that you don't have high blood pressure or, or diabetes or high blood sugar, um, or you don't have, um, you know, maybe some cholesterol issues. And I'll get into that in a moment. But we bridge that important gap because the majority of people that end up with heart attacks and strokes um, actually have normal cholesterol profiles and also have what we call normal heart scores uh, from, a, from a doctor's office, from a family doctor's office. And so the step from that is, okay, well, let's send them to a cardiologist. And unfortunately, going to a cardiologist on a preventative basis, meaning there's nothing wrong, um, is kind of like, okay, well, they don't want to see you because there's nothing that's of concern. But here's why it's a concern to us is because if you get sent to a cardiologist and get what we call a stress test, and as you know, my next book is called Death of the Stress Test, is the idea is, is that the stress test is only designed to show an advanced stages of heart disease. It's trying to show a plumbing problem. And when you have a plumbing problem, this is where you might start to feel some uh, arteries are not a pipe, they're a muscle, right? And so we know right. that. And so explain that all the time. But when you have that plumbing concern, what happens is, is that the you, you might feel symptoms and your body has different ways of telling you these symptoms. It could be chest pain. It could be headache. It could be dizziness. It could be nauseous, uh, nausea type feeling. It could be indigestion. It could be pain in your back and your shoulders. It could be, you know, something in your teeth. I had a patient of ours that, you know, went to go see a dentist that had such bad teeth pain, but that was their angina equivalent or their, their heart telling you that we're demanding oxygen equivalent. And so, when you look at that side of things and you look at what's happening in terms of symptoms, yes, we can help you with that, especially if it might get dismissed, um, you know, from a physician level. Uh, we can help bridge that gap because we look at the arteries like a, like a muscle, not a pipe. And while a stress test is a good starting point, it's only showing advanced stages of disease. So think about it like a, a five-lane highway system and you know, I don't think we have many of them here in Vancouver, but or in the Vancouver area. But um, you know, we wish we did, of course. But the, <laughs> imagine a five-lane highway system, uh, and all five lanes are open. We don't consider that a problem. But what happens? You know, it has to be four or more lanes closed on that highway system for it to pick up at a cardiology level. And so. What the HeartFit Clinic does is bridge that gap to see where your risk is of that heart attack or stroke because the majority of heart attacks occur with a blockage that is less than four lanes closed. Right. So, so yeah, they're looking for sometimes, sometimes they're looking for things that, uh, that aren't really going to cause that heart attack. And, and I noticed one of the, one of the symptoms that's mentioned uh, is sexual dysfunction. And that, that can be a big indicator, right? Of course it can. And so the arteries going, you know, to our sexual organs are a lot smaller than the ones going to your heart. 
And so sometimes sexual dysfunction actually is a first warning sign that uh, something's going on with your circulation, going on with your blood flow. And, you know, that's, that's something that we, um, you know, we ask all our patients, but, uh, you know, erectile dysfunction or sexual dysfunction or, or, or just fatigue, like just, just lack of energy or severe lack of energy, sometimes it's something to look at from your heart side of things because circulation is very important and that's the name of our game. Our goal is to help improve circulation, improve the heart function, artery function uh, with our treatments as well. So we have our, our treatment option. That's our, you know, our cardiac um, treatment programs that we focus on. Right. We're talking to Diamond Fernandez. He's the founder of the HeartFit Clinic, and he's also the author of Beating Heart Disease and the upcoming Death of the Stress Test. Uh, you can find the HeartFit Clinic in Burnaby at Douglas Road. You can also find them online, heartfit.ca. You can call them toll-free at one 877 And you can come in for a free consultation. And we were talking about warning signs for people. And there's, there's different types of people. There's just people who want to be proactive. And there are other people who maybe maybe heart disease is in their family. And there are people who have been diagnosed with cardiovascular disease. And, and as you say, the HeartFit Clinic kind of bridges the gap between the healthcare system and and really really taking control of your heart health and it's not replacing uh, you you want to make sure people know you're not replacing the health healthcare system and doctors that's not the point of the no, HeartFit Clinic we we are we are here to bridge that gap in the healthcare sector and and when the when you look at you know going to your family doctor. There's so much in their toolbox to see where your risk is of a heart attack or stroke. That's not their area of expertise. And we bridge that gap. And one of our focuses, like, you know, we find out why. Like, why do you have high blood pressure or why do you have abnormal cholesterol? Or do you need to be taking an aspirin or a blood pressure pill or a statin? And these are all questions that get answered here at the HeartFit Clinic to find out, okay, well, what is it that I can do to help improve the the artery walls and the and and the heart side of things right i mean and something that i geek out on all the time is just going to you know these conferences and finding out more information I like to see the 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 new literature that comes out right from you know our you know anti-inflammatories like uh you know um you know, NSAIDs, non-steroid anti-inflammatory drugs, they're, you know, they can be linked to heart failure and diabetes or, um, you know, what timing should we be taking our, our anti-hypertensive medications? This is all stuff that we go a little bit above and beyond from possibly your, your general physician that might be doing. Now, if you get sent to a cardiologist, they love you too, but they're looking for advanced stages of disease. And if you have advanced stages of disease, then you don't necessarily know that you always have to go in and open that up. So this is where our treatments come into play and how we bridge that gap on that end of it. But why my book is called death of the stress test is because I don't really like the outcomes from it. That's all is that if you've been told that you got a clean bill of health, doesn't mean that's true. It's just, that means you don't have four out of five lanes closure. Right. And if you, have now a plumbing problem doesn't mean that we always need to go do what we call an angiogram and go look inside those arteries now now it's very important that if you're having this on an emergent basis if you're having chest pain if you're having something that's emergent and it finds you in the emergency and you're having what we call an acute or unstable issue to the arteries go get that angiogram quickly that's life-saving 
you know, where they can do a stent or a bypass, that's going to be life-saving to you. We're not here on an emergency basis. We're here to help you bridge that gap because you shouldn't really be walking into a hospital and say, okay, I'm here to, um, you know, park your car on the street and then off you go in the hospital. You shouldn't be doing that necessarily to just see what the plumbing is like. That's where we can help bridge that gap as well. Yeah, it's kind of a holistic approach. Are there times when people come in and you find they shouldn't be on certain medications? Yeah, I mean, uh, to, to us, it's about finding where deficiencies are um, with the patient and uh, help them out with that part of it, right? So um, it's a personalized approach to understanding where your risk is of a heart attack or stroke. I mean, we've been doing this for a long, long time now. And so, um, you know, we've seen people in their 20s and 30s with, with artery disease, with, with coronary artery disease, to then people... You know, why are they living in their 90s? I mean, we had a patient, unfortunately, who passed away at 99. And uh, he, was our, he was with us since the beginning, since, since, uh, you know, since 2007. And, you know, why do they keep on living longer, you know, with artery disease? And that's where people wow. want to be. That's where you want to get to. And so this is where we want to empower people to say, look, are you on this path? And if you are, let's get you off of it. And... You know, whatever stage you are, like if you're prevention to to higher risk, you know, you might have some higher risk factors to someone who has artery disease. We want to give them hope and reverse a disease process. I mean, it brings tears to my eyes as to what changes we're able to see with the patients as we start to improve their heart. Health. Right. Diamond Fernandez is our guest. He's the founder of the Heart Fit Clinic, Douglas Road in Burnaby. Uh, heartfit.ca is the website you can go to. You can uh, sign up for a free consultation. Uh, and when we come back, I want to hear a little bit about your personal story. You have a great story of how you started the HeartFit Clinic. And we just heard that great story of a man who lived into his late 90s with the help of the HeartFit Clinic. And we'll hear that story when we come back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. Stay tuned. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. It's Vancouver Consumer. And with me this afternoon is Diamond Fernandez. He is the founder of HeartFit Clinic. They have a location in Burnaby, Douglas Road. You can also find them online, heartfit.ca. You can give them a call, 604-330-4348. If you're outside of the Lower Mainland, they have a toll-free number, 1-877-700-4348. You can go in for a free consultation and uh, take control of your heart health. And Diamond is the author of the book, Beating Heart Disease, which you can find on the heartfit.ca website. Also, Death of the Stress Test is the new book that's coming out very, very soon. And uh, I wanted to talk about something you told me a long time ago, the story of how you started HeartFit Clinic, uh, the HeartFit Clinic. Um, And it's kind of a personal story, isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, the irony behind it is crazy. But um, and if you want to hear the further full story, um, I'll I'll give people access to that uh, you know, it's a, it, just give me a, give us our clinic a call and I, I can go through the situation a little bit more in depth. But basically, um, I started my career in 1999. I, I worked with a cardiology group here in Calgary and uh, it was a cardiac rehab group. So I got into cardiac rehab. That's where I started. 
And uh, that was in 1999. And uh, the reason why I got into that is my father ended up with, um, so he actually had his first heart attack at 38 years old. Wow. And then ended up with bypass surgery at 42 and was having multiple complications. And at this time, now I was having complications while I was, uh, you know, uh, kind of making this transition in my career. And I said, you know, he, he basically said, look, I got another heart attack. And I'm like, well, I thought you had bypass surgery and you've had stents. Like, like I'm, I'm thinking, like, why, why is that going on? Like, what's happening? And, and uh I got to the root of it because I now, today, I now know that these arteries are, are muscles, not pipes, and that heart stents and bypasses are not a cure. And so I, I decided to go, okay, more into the why side of things. And so my dad ended up with another heart problem, and so I got into cardiac rehab. And they said, okay, well, we're going to send you to cardiac rehab. And I'm like, okay, well, what is cardiac rehab? And so that's where I started to dive deep into that part of it. And I got a job here in Calgary with the Total Cardiology Group in Calgary and worked with them in the cardiac rehab side till 2005. And, uh, you know, um, I got headhunted to start a clinic in Dubai. I did that for a year. I managed a program in Kelowna for a year. And then uh, we started the HeartFit Clinic in 2007. And so um, that's how long we've been going for. It's been a, a really great ride. But obviously the foundation behind it is is is. Uh, and my inspiration for starting the clinic was was my father, obviously having a heart attack at a young age at 38 and 42, having bypass surgery. Um, you know, today I'm 46 years old. I wanted to make sure I didn't go down that same path. And and good to hear is that my arteries are actually clear, right? They're actually good, and I've done all the testing and everything, and everything looks good on that end of it. But you know, at 42 years old, my dad's brother passed away from a heart attack, his first and only heart attack. And right. uh, that's where I, I'm like, okay, this is this is severe, and obviously left my cousins without a dad to grow up with, and it was it was um, you know it's hard, it was hard to see, and so I just for me I really didn't want to go down that same path, and what can I do to inspire others to do that? But really, what fuels my passion today is the success that we see from our patients, the changes that we're able to see in patients' lives, the you know even from just doing an assessment to doing our treatments. I mean, it's super powerful when you're able to, you know, and it's not a disclaimer, it's not for everybody, but, you know, getting off of medications and, and feeling better and having the energy to go for a hike or play with their grandkids or, you know, I haven't been able to play with my grandkids, you know, in so long and now I can or whatever. It's the, it's the so many stories that we've heard that I'm not even able to publish half of them meaning like I don't have them all accessible on our website, but there are so many stories that people tell me and little things. Sometimes it's just little things, but it means a lot to them. And that's the, that's what really fuels our passion here at the HeartFit Clinic is the changes that we're able to see with people to reverse the disease process. And that's the fun part for me. Diamond Fernandez is our guest, founder of the HeartFit Clinic. Go to heartfit.ca to get more information. And you mentioned something about the things you know now that uh, that we didn't know years and years ago. The that the heart is not a that it's that arteries are a muscle and not a pump. And and I think for a lot of people who don't don't really understand how you know, uh, the heart works all that much. They don't think about it that much. They think about, oh, well, you have a heart. If you have too much cholesterol, then you'll get a heart attack. But it's, it's much more complicated than that, isn't it? Mm -hmm. 
You know, I'm not a researcher, and I thank goodness for the research in cardiovascular health. And, you know, yes, our clinic can help a lot and contribute on that side of things. But with the, with, with the research that has been done, you know, a lot of people do research because they want to find out why. Why is this situation? <clears throat> and it started, um, and I'm going to go through this a little bit more in depth, but it started in the early 2000s where, you know, we would see so many people come in for stable, what we call stable artery disease angiograms. And, you know, people will get a stent and treat the arteries like a plumbing problem and get all these stents. And you can Google this as to how many people were, were overstenting and, and that was damaging to the artery wall because these arteries weren't getting any better. And we're like, well, why is it not getting better? I've stented every lesion that's possible or every blockage that's possible. And then the research came out, which is what was the COURAGE trial. And it basically showed, you know what, what happens if we do a heart stent versus just giving them medical therapy. What do we see? And we didn't see any differences. We didn't see any differences. And so we we're like, well, why are we sending stable patients to the cath lab? And that study wasn't good enough because it was the first one that came through and people questioned that too. And so people kept on doing what they normally do. And then, you know, other trials, subsequent trials came out all the way to the Orbita trial and the ischemia trial that came out and basically shows that how we treat stable coronary artery disease is a lot different than how we think we should be treating it, meaning that it's not pipe. These arteries expand and contract, and you can feel them. You can feel them in the neck. You can feel them, um, you know, in the head. You can feel them in different spots in the body, and this is what's happening is that these arteries expand and contract, and the heart is responsible for, you know, letting the blood go, but it's now these these um, these arteries that are expanding and contracting and delivering the blood to where they need to go to. So these arteries are a muscle, and I'll get into that in a moment. But when you look at that part of it, now we know that putting in a stent or bypassing an artery, which is not a, a simple procedure, it's, it's actually an invasive procedure, it's not something that should be taken lightly. When and when it should be doing that, that's where we can talk about that a lot more in depth at the HeartFit Clinic. Especially, so it doesn't mean that, okay, I have chest pain and I get it once in a while. Let me go see a cardiologist and a cardiologist does a stress test. Like I mentioned, the death of the stress test, I don't like the outcomes. All of a sudden, you got a bad outcome. Hey, right away, let's go get you over to the cath lab and, you know, start to see what's the plumbing problem. You don't always need to do that. You always have enough information from that test. And I do like the stress test, by the way. It gives you enough information. I just don't like the outcomes. And you have enough information as to what should be the next step. And that's where the HeartFit Clinic bridges that important gap as to, you know, what is it that we can do to help those patients prevent and reverse heart disease? Because these arteries are a muscle, right? They're not a pipe. Right. And and the organization, cardiologists around the world are, are discovering new things all the time. And you mentioned the European Society of cardiology, they they have a, a big uh, conference going on right now, and there's something coming to Canada. And you're very much involved in these. You keep very uh, close attention to these, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I geek out on this literature stuff all the time. And so, yeah, the the European Society of Cardiology is going on right now. I'm not there right now, of course, but uh, it's actually happening this weekend. And um, you know, so it's it's uh, you know, it's just going over the data and the, of the year and review and you know, different trials that have come out. So, and, and this is where we can just go a little bit more in depth as to what's going on with you, right? So on the prevention side of things, I still think, you know, we're trying to do our best. When I say trying, we, it's the conventional side of things, but 
from the HeartFit Clinic, we're trying to push forward with trying to find out this artery is a muscle, not a pipe. Because, you know, if you look at the artery, and, and this is where, uh, you know, I, I'd like to kind of finish up today is to explain that the artery is, is, is all skin inside of there, right? So if you take your thumb and finger and you put your, your you know, you make the AOK sign, that's what the inside of the artery looks like. It's all skin, just like the skin outside our, 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 you know, on our body. And that skin can get damaged, just like the skin outside of our body. It can get damaged. <clears throat> there are hundreds of things that can damage that skin. Cholesterol is not one of them. And that's why I said like 83% of people, there was a study that was done, 137,000 people uh, in this study that were admitted in the hospital with coronary artery disease, 83% of them had normal bad cholesterol. So it's not about cholesterol. It's about first inflammation and then understanding that particles come in different sizes. So if you have a, a, a bad LDL cholesterol, which is a bad cholesterol, doesn't mean it's all that bad. You have large size and small size. It's the smaller size, I call them golf balls, that can sliver into the lining of the artery wall like a sliver, and it slivers in there, and then it wreaks havoc. Then that golf ball breaks down, and it shrivels up and goes into small forces, and then you get an immune response. And anyway, it goes through a whole plaque-building process to build up like a pimple on your face. Just like a pimple inside the artery wall, if that pimple pops on our face, it's not a big deal, but if it pops inside the lining of the artery wall, that is a big deal. That's a heart attack or stroke, and this is why it's important to look at the artery health, the function, the small arteries, the big arteries. This is what we do at the HeartFit Clinic to see where your risk is so that we can reverse that disease risk. And you can actually grow new arteries. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Yes. And that's, you know, if you have artery disease, this is where we use treatments such as external counterpulsation to grow new arteries, to improve that artery health, the artery function, to use exercise, to use nutrition, to use key things where your body is, is imbalanced and making sure that we bring the body back in balance and improve deficiencies so that we can reverse cardiovascular disease. All good reasons why you should get in touch with the HeartFit Clinic. You can go to heartfit.ca, uh, 604-330-4348. As is the phone number. If you're outside of the Lower Mainland, you can call them toll-free, 1-877-700-4348. Uh, but as I say, heartfit.ca is the easiest way to go. Just go to their website. And uh, we've been talking to Diamond Fernandez and also uh, just really quickly in the minute or so, uh, corporate health is a, an important part of what you do. Actual corporations mm -hmm. getting involved, right? Yeah, and it's uh, fun for us to do that. I mean, um, I'm the one that does that right now in terms of going out and, and speaking to audiences so that they know what they can do as a corporation to prevent and reverse heart disease. I do a lot of public speaking that way. And then also we do obviously our assessments and our assessments, we get a lot of corporations who are interested to send their employees to us to make sure that they can be uh, living very productive. And, you know, yes, we do a lot of corporate health, but I also want to take a moment and say everybody listening is important, right? And everybody, you know, should be focused on what can you do to improve your heart health? And that's, that's what we do. Like everybody is important. And, and you got to think about how important you are. Like people <laughs> depend on you at home, at work or wherever it is. And, and uh, you know, people depend on you and, and you, you do these assessments or you do these treatments 
so that you could be the best version of yourself to do whatever you want to do, to do what your dreams are, but to more importantly, to, to help those people that are around you, right? To, you, that's, that's what we do it for. That sounds great. Well, thank you, Diamond. Uh, always great to talk to you. Diamond Fernandez, founder of the HeartFit Clinic. Thanks, Diamond. Have a wonderful day. Great. Heartfit.ca is the place to go. And when we come back, uh, it's the story of the very first PE prize home in 1934 and how it led to a marriage of two people who lived in that house for 60 years. That's when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. This is Martin Strong. And the PE looks like it's back at full strength after a couple of challenging years thanks to the pandemic. They kicked things off a week ago today, and it runs until September 5th. This year has been marked by some big concerts as part of the Summer Nights Concert Series. You'll need to buy tickets separately to get into those concerts. The B-52s kicked it off last Saturday. Tonight, it's the Gypsy Kings. Tomorrow, it's Chicago. Then on the 30th, it's the Steve Miller Band. Randy Bachman and Burton Cummings play September 3rd. And there's a lot more. Go to pne.ca for the full lineup. This is the 112th year of the fair. It was 1910 when Prime Minister Wilfrid Laurier officially opened the first PNE, which was actually known at the time as the Industrial Exhibition. Back then, the fair was the second largest uh, of its kind in North America, second only to the New York State Fair. A lot of things were debuted at the PNE over the years, a lot of slicers and dicers, but For example, the very first rotary telephone ever displayed in the Pacific Northwest was at the PNE. And when the PNE started in 1910, it had the amusement park section. In 1926, they started calling it Happy Land. It was called Happy Land until 1958 when it moved to its present site and renamed Playland. But for a lot of people, the most exciting thing about the PNE is the PNE Prize Home brand new house. This year, it's a 3,400 square foot home in Langley worth nearly two and a half million bucks. Well, the first PNE prize home was worth a little less than that, uh, $5,000, but it was 1934. So that was a lot of money and it could buy you a lot of house back in 1934. It was won back in 34 by a guy named Leonard Freewin, a mechanic from Vancouver. That summer, he had been dating a woman named Emily. He was in love, and he wanted to marry her, but Emily's father was against it, and he said no to the marriage. Leonard couldn't provide for his daughter in the way he saw fit, so he said no. Well, it was on the last day of the fair. Leonard went to the PNE, bought a ticket for 25 cents. Later that night, he heard his name being read on the radio, likely CKNW, and he immediately went to Emily's house and proposed. They got married and they lived in that P&E prize home for 60 years. Leonard and Emily. Beautiful story. This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And when we come back, we'll talk to the folks at the Vancouver Symphony Orchestra as they get ready for their new season. Also in the consumer news, if someone suddenly gave you a surprise $5,000, what would you do with it? Would you pay down debt? or head straight to the casino. Coming up, a new survey shows what most of us would do 
with a windfall of cash. That's next. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.